I'm Marissa Donnelly, host of the Vulnerability Podcast, a podcast series focused on being vulnerable, being emotional, being deep, and talking about topics that people often shy away from. In this podcast series, you'll see stories of faith, hope, inspiration, darkness, frustration, and everything that really challenges us to speak to our human experience and to do so in shedding our skins and being vulnerable. Hi, welcome to this week's Vulnerability Podcast. I'm Marissa. I'm back with Abraham Lopez. Today we're going to talk about whether or not we should stay in relationships. Kind of the idea of staying or going, how you know when kind of enough is enough, when things are going south or too difficult, Um, but also contrasting that with kind of the more millennial perspective, I'd say, of people being a little bit flippant in relationships and how instead of always running at the first sign of trouble, we should stay. So those are basically two completely different things that we wanted to talk about that today. Um, So I guess just to get us started... How do we know when enough is enough? What do you think? I mean, that's a broad question, but what determines, like, in your perspective, when someone should leave a relationship outside of abuse? Obviously, if there's, like, any abuse, then that's not something you want to stay in ever. But, I mean, just in, like, the regular old difficult-slash-toxic relationship, how do you know when to leave? Um... Before anything, I think I want to just throw a disclaimer in there and say I am just getting done being sick. So if my voice sounds a little weird, it's because of that. Not because I'm hitting a random spurt of puberty. Um, so let's talk toxic relationships. When do we know it's a good time to leave? Or what are the factors to take into play when it comes to leaving? Um, honestly, as speaking who's somebody who has been in toxic relationships, I think more of the the issue came from not the fact that it was happening, but from the fact that I was denying it to myself that it was happening. It, I was completely rejecting the idea that it was a toxic relationship to begin with. I thought it was just the norm, but that was just kind of like having to do with a lot of things that I grew up with and seeing how my parents' relationship worked. I thought that was normal. Um, so toxic relationships, I think that when it comes to being it being toxic, it's completely subjective to some people. Because some people might not take your definition of toxic and apply it to what their definition of toxic is. Um, I don't know. I I really want to dig in more into that. That's the way I'm seeing it. Yeah, I think in a way we learn from the people around us, whether that's our parents or our friends or, you know, even things that we see on TV. What becomes our normal is what we are surrounded by. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think you make a really good point there that sometimes we don't, even really identify what we are in as toxic because it's just something that we've either like experienced or seen or it's just you get kind of wrapped up in the love um and kind of like wrapped up in the moment essentially and you don't really recognize that it's actually unhealthy for a lot of um my friends that i have seen that are are in toxic relationships or were in toxic relationships most of the time when i had to talk to them about this kind of thing a lot of it had to do with the fact that they have been together for such a long time. And they felt that if they had left, it was going to be a form of them tossing all the effort that they put into that person away. And either that or them feeling like they can't do better. Maybe because this person that they are with, I'm not saying that this is all cases, could have maybe emotionally beaten them down so much to the point where they do feel like that is the best that they're going to get. So it, it could be a, a game of manipulation as well. Um, 
that is kind of how I'm seeing it. That's what I've observed in my friendship, my friendships relationships as well. Yeah, so. like the idea that if you've been in something so long and you've invested so much time and energy that it's almost like you don't want to give up on it just because you've been in it so long. I don't know. Talking about this reminds me, there's a, an amazing band. They're kind of an up-and-coming band, Voila. Um, they're based in Los Angeles, and I've been working with them over the last couple of years, just kind of, you know, sharing about their music. And they released a new track uh, this month, or earlier last month. And um, it it's kind of speaks to this. Um, it, it The back and forth of relationships, how when you're in a relationship, you might not even, like, recognize that it's toxic just because you're you're in it you know you love that person and so the the lyrics and I don't have them in front of me right now but the lyrics kind of speak to you know everybody in your life is telling you that this person is wrong for you but you love them so it's kind of like you disregard all of that advice um and I remember when I was talking to um the the artists themselves they were saying you know it's um they they gave the analogy it was a really cool or analogy to or a metaphor to um something in uh, one of the artists childhood he said like he climbed up this willow tree and his whole family and all of his friends were like don't climb the tree you're gonna fall down you're gonna get hurt but he did it anyways and then he's like you know why did I do it because the view from the top was so beautiful and that's exactly how he felt about love where it's like everybody was cautioning me against it and there's you know if I fall I could completely be destroyed but it was that you know those moments with that person that I love that made the most sense so it was almost like he was in a way blinded to the you know, toxic aspects of his relationship because of the love that he felt. And so as we're talking about this, it really reminds me of that song, of that metaphor, of those lyrics, just how sometimes we don't even recognize that it's toxic, we just get wrapped up in it. But then Mm -hmm. it makes me want to ask the question, well, how do we recognize? And I think like one of the first things is, well, I think, I, I feel like you kind of said this and maybe I'm putting words into your mouth, but like we we're in denial in a sense it's like we kind of low-key under the surface know that what we're in is not that great and maybe you didn't say this at all maybe i'm just imagining that you said this but but that's something i would say (laughs) keep going maybe off the mic we talked about this on my behalf but but i don't know i think in a way like we're in denial but under the surface we know that something isn't toxic but we're or something is toxic but we say to ourselves like no 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 like it's okay it'll work out Mm -hmm. or like you know, whatever. So we kind of like push that under the rug. And I think that's kind of the first moment where we can recognize something isn't right when we have to convince ourselves yeah. that it's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, I I, <clears throat> I kind of want to add to that in saying that from where I've seen, what I've seen up until recently, we've been living in a society that's kind of condoned it in the sense of like, they put it, they build it to be this image of, oh no, you could fix him or you can fix her. Mm-hmm. Like if you stick around, you're going to be the person to fix them. And <clears throat> it's kind of like this, it's it's a terrible way to put things. Like yeah. it's not anybody's job to fix anybody else. Like it, if you're somebody's significant other, it's not your job to rebuild them from the ground up or be there in the worst of times or when they treat you like garbage because you're hoping that one day it's not going to be that way. That's not, that's not okay. Like, at least in my eyes, I don't see it in the sense of, like, hey, you know, like, if I'm going through this terrible relationship and, you know, she treats me like garbage, we're working through some things and I know I'm I'm hoping that one day she will not treat me that way. I don't know. Like, for me, personally, I've seen a lot of TV shows, music videos, stuff that are, like, hey, like, that are songs about, like, you know what, let's stick through it thick and thin. 
but thick and thin like for me it's it's kind of a giving a personification to a relationship that is going through some difficulties but not when one person is just constantly beating down the other person and there is a difference to be told yeah like no, there's a difference between 100%. you two guys two two people working something out and one person just constantly beating down the other person only because it's difficult for one of the two partners does not mean that it's a struggle within the relationship it just means that that person's being a jerk to you and that's not you guys working something out that's just them not realizing what they have and treating you like garbage and that's just it's upsetting yeah for me because i don't know like i said i see it a lot in the media you see it a lot in the media where they're kind of portraying this image of like you can fix them just mm-hmm. be there for them i could fix you like it i i promise i'm gonna be there through you th- with you through thick and thin I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it because to me it's like it, it's not anybody's job to fix anybody else. Like no, it's nobody's responsibility to be somebody else's emotional doctor. Yeah. It's not. That's what we have professionals for. And it can get to the point where you guys start off healthy and maybe one person is talking to the other one and it's, 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 it's something that can be consistent for a while. But what happens when one person's energy starts bringing down the others as well and mm-hmm. now you're both sinking. There's yeah. a rule that comes when, what I was taught in elementary school was like when somebody's drowning, you don't jump in to save them. You throw them something to help them float. Because if you jump in with them, they're gonna they're freaking out. They're gonna grab you and they're gonna pull you down to the bottom. Now with you have two people drowning. Yeah. 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 So it's like, what's the point? And it's kind of I, I see it the same way with with this kind of thing. A relationship is something that's that's sensitive. Like I don't think there's a good way. I don't think it's a good way to start. A relationship by one person just treating the other in such a way and the only reason that one person is there is because of the time that they've put in mm-hmm. like no amount of time is going to make that make a justification for somebody constantly treating you that way like i don't think so anyway but again this is subjective yeah i mean i think you make a really <clears throat> really important point that i just kind of want to repeat just i mean for myself and for anybody who's really listening like you you made the point of like there's a difference between having somebody's back and being there for them through thick and thin versus kind of like putting up with toxic behavior mm-hmm. and i think that is like literally the key when it comes to you know knowing whether you should stay or leave it's determining whether like the thing is i feel like in modern day we kind of glorify relationships as like oh yes you know this is everything we've ever wanted and it's just going to be amazing nah. and the truth of relationships <laughs> is that like Frankly, they suck, but it's just like awesome because you can go through life together with somebody by your side. I'm single. <laughs> and I mean, like, it, the truth of relationships is that, is that when we get to the core of them, like, they're very difficult and they're challenging. I mean, think of like, you know, we always consider love or romantic relationships like at the forefront when we talk about relationships, but also think about friendships, family. I mean, I feel like those relationships, we kind of like, especially family, I don't know, for me, it's like I kind of take my family relationships like for granted sometimes because you just think like oh yeah they'll always be there but like that's a lot for a lot of people family relationships are kind of like in more of a sense like an almost like an unconditional love but those Mm -hmm. are the people that you often like fight the most with and if you think about like family relationships like sometimes those can be freaking difficult you know like it's really hard like growing up with my younger sister like we hated each other for a while and like Mm -hmm. it was just tough and i mean like now things are better because we've both grown up but i mean like uh it sucked for a while and like my mom and i we we were at odds and it's just like 
when we think about relationships, we think about romantic first, but like we have to think about all types of relationships. And Mm. when we consider like, wow, look at how difficult family relationships can be. Look at all the ups and downs. Look at all the conflict. I think we need to like keep that in mind when we think about romantic stuff because we think like, oh, it's going to be perfect. And it's not. It's going to be extremely difficult. But like the fundamental point of when you know like you should distance away from a romantic partner in like a, a dating relationship, not in a marriage. Just want to kind of speak to that. We're not saying like, hey, break up with your wife or divorce your wives and husbands. Like, no. Yeah, I'm definitely saying that. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not saying that. But it's more of like, you know, if you're in like a, a, a dating relationship, something that's more temporary, like how you know it's toxic is like there's a difference between we are going through some crap. Like, you know, maybe somebody has like depression. Maybe somebody just lost a job. Maybe mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? That's all stuff that you can like fight through together. Like yeah. people are going to treat each other poorly at times but like if they're you know if everybody's trying to make amends and make things better like that's the stuff you can work through but if it's more of like one person just kind of always putting the other person down or like maybe there's just like cheating you know maybe there's just like flirtatious behavior that like you know breaks the other person down like you know i i can't list possible every possible example but what i'm saying is like when it's one person treating the other person badly or maybe it's both you know like you're both treating each other poorly and you're not really like meeting each other halfway, you're not opening up, you're not communicating, you're not saying like, okay, I surrender, like I'm putting my, you know, my armor down, like I'm not here to fight, I wanna like fix this. If that's not happening, then that's when it's toxic. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to, like you said it, you said it so much better than I did, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, you know, there's a difference between like, hey, we're going through some crap and hey, like one party or both parties are just like tearing each other down, breaking each other down. Like if you're not working towards a common goal of like improving your relationship and building one another up and like fighting to get through all of the crap to like still believe in love and still choose each other, if you're not doing that, then it's just, it's not going to work. Yeah. No. And I don't want to like, I kind of want to speak to that because I, I talked about this last week. We talked about this last week when we were talking about, um, like, I don't know if we did talk about it last week, but I'm saying, like, I I see these, like, really amazing people with these really bad people. Like, you, and you wonder to yourself, like, how did that person end up with that person? Like, you're so amazing. You're such a good-hearted person. You're so down-to-earth. How did you end up there? And and you kind of wonder because you sit and you talk to these people, and they're, like, asking for advice, and they're like, what do I do? You know? Sorry, guys. You're, they're asking for advice, and you're like, what do I do? And, and you kind of sit through with them, and, and you help them through this, and you you know give your opinion because it's asked for, not because you just throw your hat in there, you know? not It's not something you should always do. Like, sometimes no, people are not asking for your opinion. Sometimes people need you to listen. Right. So, um, in this sense, I see, I see a lot of people that have good hearts, that have great intentions with people that are not deserving of that. And we might be able to say, like, well, Abraham, you know, who are you to say whether they're worthy of that or not? I'm like, I'm speaking from some from my standpoint. Mm-hmm. I don't see these people as somebody who are worthy of that. People that are constantly treating that good-hearted person like they don't matter. Like, like that person doesn't belong in their life, but they keep them around for what reason? Because when one person threatens to leave, all of a sudden they see the reality of what their life is. Like, I'm just trying to understand that. I'm trying to understand, like... Why does it have to get to the point where one person threatens to leave for the other person to truly see what they have? Like, why does it have to get to that extreme? Why can't you just see what you have 
in the daily on a daily basis? Why does it have to get to such an extreme extent? Um, I don't know. For me, I'm just trying to understand that, and I'm speaking as somebody who, like I said, has been in troubling relationships, and as of now, I'm single. Thank God. But <clears throat> you know, made it through the worst part. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I'm I'm just saying, like, if I were to go back in time and tell myself, like, Abe, you're being an idiot, Abe what are you doing? I still wouldn't have listened to myself. I'd be confident in that. I would be Mm -hmm. confident that I would tell myself, you know what? You're being crazy. I know what I'm doing. I know that what I'm doing is right. You know, I'm not sitting here trying to be, uh, you know, a Eugene. I'm not trying to be like a a nice guy here and and say like, oh, you know what? Like, you know, everybody deserves this and that. Like, cause no, everybody's at different parts in their life. Some people are just crappy people. I don't, I, in my heart, I don't believe that everybody has the best intentions. I don't believe that. Now, you might, and that's fine. But I'm saying in, in my perspective, I don't believe that everybody it has this preconceived notion of having good intentions for the entire world. I believe some people are selfish. I believe some people are capable of just bad things. I believe that. And to say that it is, and, if, and because I can acknowledge that, I'm thinking to myself, I can acknowledge that, therefore, I'm not going into this relationship saying like, hey... Eventually, she's going to come all the way around and she's going to be a good person again. She's going to be a sweet person again. I'm understanding that she's very capable of not being that person that I imagined her to be. And that's fine. Because that gives me the liberty to, to, to be confident in myself to leave. Whereas if I'm just like, no, I believe she can come back all the way around. And I'm not saying it's the best way to live life. It's, I'm pretty sure it's kept me from a lot of good things. But in my perspective, I guess I'm just the kind of person that would rather not take that chance because I've been there already. But this is speaking to the people that are already there after. For the people that are in it now, that's, uh, that's something you really have to work through. But please acknowledge that, you know? Please acknowledge to yourself, and you can take this with a grain of salt, that not everybody in this world that's walking around the planet right now has this huge beam of light bouncing out of their heart. Like, not everybody's like that. But some people still are. And for you to decide who is which is completely up to your own discretion and your own subjective experience of life. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you the partner you're with right now is a great person. I can't tell you they're a bad person. I don't know you. I'm coming out of a microphone. But I'm saying just be open-minded when it comes to that. Like, it's great to acknowledge that the world has a very, a very bright side. But I think that in order to also acknowledge that bright side of the world, you have to acknowledge that there is a dark side. Well, I think what you're talking about kind of speaks to... <coughs> Sorry. I think it kind of speaks to the whole idea of, you know, you can't change people, which you started off by saying, like, earlier. And I think that's true. It's like, you know, I don't know if I necessarily agree. Like, well, I don't know. I'm kind of back and forth on this. Do I think that there are people that are inherently good and then there's people that don't always have, you know, good intentions in mind? Absolutely. Um, But I think it's more of like, rather than trying to determine whether somebody is a good person, which I don't think you're saying, but I'm just saying, you know, rather than like, when we're in a relationship, we we love somebody. And so even if we're there like a crappy person or doing crappy things to us, sometimes we're blinded by that love and we're like, oh, well, I love them. So therefore they're a good person. But I think it's more of like taking a step back from our relationship and being like, okay, can, like, is this person capable of change? Because I can't change them. 
Like that's been the biggest thing for me in my past relationships. It's like, I, you know, like you said, like we think we can change people or we think worse than that, I think is the, you know, we think that they can change for us. So it's like that super complicated part where we're like, well, if I just love them enough, like they'll stop doing that because they love me or, you know what I mean? So there's a difference between like, oh, like they're just going to change, you know, we, we try to like believe that people will change. And then there's like the even more, I think kind of toxic of like, well, maybe they'll change for me. Yeah. But I think like what you were saying with like the, you know, how to determine, you know, whether your relationship is going to be a good one or not, or is it worth fighting for or not? I think is determining like, is this person capable of changing on their own or am I sitting here just trying to like force something to happen? Like if you're sitting there and you're trying hard to make love work, if you're trying to get somebody to love you, that's not not love. You know what I mean? And it's like, dang, that's so hard to hear, but it's so true. If you you have to force it, you just have to let it go because it's not real. And I spent like, I feel like I spent a lot of time in my life doing that where it was like, I was just trying to make it work with somebody or like I had this idea of like what a relationship could look like in the future. And it was like, I was trying to like push this person into that role or like push us into that mold and be like, Mm -hmm. yeah, this is what we're supposed to be. And it just like, whenever you have to like work at it, it's just not real because now like, now I realize, and I think that's another point too, is like sometimes you learn just through experience and getting your heart broken and like going back out there and trying again, you realize like when you're with a good person not to say that, you know, the other ones aren't good, but, like, you, I guess more like the right person. You, yeah. you learn when you're with the right person how freaking easy it is. Like, you don't have to, like, work to love. Like, love is just there mm-hmm. on their side and on your side. And it doesn't mean you won't fight. It doesn't mean, like, you won't have to still choose them because some days you're going to be pissed and you're going to be like, Ugh. it's going to be a choice to choose them. It's going to be, like, a difficult choice. But, like, at its core, like, it's, it's easy. So if your relationship is just like at its core not easy, if it's just filled with like you trying to shove yourself into the perfect role and like trying to make it work and it just keeps failing and failing, like take a step back and and really look at it and be like, is this healthy? Is this what I really want for myself? Do you mind if I throw a question your way? Go for it. Um, Whether or not people are good inherently or people are capable of being good or not let's just say that um to what extent is it one's responsibility to see them through that such a good question (laughs) i mean i don't know i think like when you love somebody you are committing to them and the way i personally see relationships it's like either this is just like having fun or like this is real life serious and i've just lived my life on like the real life serious side where it's like if i'm gonna date you it's because i want to be with you like forever mm. you know what I mean I might be like different in that because I know a lot like a lot of people in my life are like rolling their eyes at me because it's like how are you always like dating somebody to like marry them and it's yeah. like well I don't know that's just how I see it because like otherwise to me it's like a waste of time and I know it's not to other people it's just like that's the way I feel but anyways not to go on a rant I'm one of those people <laughs> <laughs> but I mean like so it's like when you make a commitment to somebody in a relationship it's like you're committing to see them through like whatever happens so yeah i mean we have to get rid of the mindset that like when it gets hard we just are gonna like back out because that's like not real life like we have to keep 
going and loving them and like no matter what happens but I think like a pivotal way to answer your question is like you can't again you can't change people you can't save them like you can empower somebody on their journey to save themselves like let's say you know the person you love is depressed like you can empower them as best as you can to like get out of that you can help them you can you know you can talk to them you can point them in the direction of counselors but you can't like get them out of their depression like that has to be their choice Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like you can, like you said with the drowning thing, like you can throw somebody a life or a, you know, life ring or whatever that thing's called. Like a noodle. A, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can throw them that. You can do, like you throw them a life vest. Like you can do all that you can, but you can't save somebody. So to what extent is it your responsibility? Like you see people through in as much as in your power and then you have to empower them to save themselves. Like, you have to love them and stay with them as much as you can. But you have to draw a line. But you also have to, Because that's the thing I was saying about this. Sorry. That was the thing that I was saying about my perspective on the media. That is saying that you have to stick around. That you have to do this. That you have to, like be the one to stick it through with them that you have that that is your responsibility as an individual with that because now once that you no, once you become someone who's in a relationship with this person you are now a part of their journey and you have to be there i think you should be there but to an extent but because i don't think it's i don't think you should go in it with the mentality of like i'm going to stay here no matter what because then you're setting yourself up to be hurt as well yeah but if you don't go in it with that mindset then like it's kind of just like oh here we are in this temporary thing like when it gets hard i might call it quits like i don't know i think we should go in with the mindset of like i'm here for you no matter what but like your line should be drawn at like mistreatment but you know that I mean? happens regardless. That happens. But, but saying, I like, mean, like, happen. on a deep level. like What is deep level? Well, I don't know. Like, is that you know, if somebody cheats, yes, it's subjective. But it's like, if somebody cheats, it's like, that for sure can be your line. And I know people, like, and I know people who, like, the, you know, one of their significant other cheated and they still decided to yeah. stay. And, like, I'm not saying that that's wrong. I just, you know, it's subjective. Like you said, it depends on the person. But I think, like, maybe not seeing it as, oh, I'm drawing a line. But it's like, hey, I need to, you know, you always, you have to value yourself. So it's like, if I'm going to stand by you through the, like, whatever comes our way, like, absolutely, but I'm going to value myself too. I'm not going to let myself be cheated on. I'm not going to let myself be, uh, you know, mistreated or, you know, whatever that's it is. That's the line. And that's, yeah, that's the line. That's where the it's, line. It's like your worth is the line. Is that, like, I don't know. I don't like the word line, I think. But it's like, you have to value yourself well, enough to know a- when you can go. If you don't value yourself, you're going to stay in a crappy thing forever that's Sorry. a line go ahead i'm saying that is a line because that is that is the limit to which you are being pushed that will complete that'll cut you off that's a line um i know you don't want to phrase it that way but i'm yeah. just saying like that's the way it is i'm calling it like it is that's a line that's still that's the limit you'll go that's the max they'll push you until you're that person that's like i'm putting my foot down yeah i just don't think maybe it's just a way of referencing it like oh i'm gonna let this person push me to a point like it shouldn't be postured that way it should be like i'm gonna stand by you no matter what but i'm not gonna lose myself in the process but is it not because if you're willing to put up with things to that limit that's what that means but i mean it's not like i'm gonna put up with it it's more of like i'm just changing like your wording so it's nicer (laughs) but it's like i'm I'm gonna stand beside you no matter what but i'm not gonna lose myself and if i start to lose myself in terms of like 
being mistreated, being abused, being cheated on, being, you know, neglected, then that's where you have to like part ways from a person. What do you mean by lose yourself? Like become undervalued. Like, I don't know. The way I see relationships is like we are each whole beings. Like we're whole full being. I hate the, the term other half because it, now I'm like realizing like we're not like if you're looking for another half, like you're not whole to begin with. It's Ooh. like you're just looking for something else to add. Yeah. And so it's like we're already whole. And so when we join in a relationship with somebody else, we become even like more. There's even more to us. It's like totally a ton is going on. It's awesome. But then like it, sure. over time, if the relationship like, you know, it goes down a negative path and like if it starts to chip away at your whole being, like if you're giving away, I picture it like a, like a pie, okay? So it's like, here Oof, I am, I'm pie. a full pie. I joined with somebody else, now we've got two pies mushed together, all the flavors, awesome. But it's like my pie is still there. So then it's like, <laughs> then it's like, if like over time, our relationship is like pulling away and like pieces from my pie are being diminished as I'm trying to make your pie better, you know what I mean? That it's like, you're losing what you were before. And if that starts to happen where you're like losing your wholeness because you're giving to somebody everything you have or if they're taking from you and not building you back up, then that's when it's like, whoa, this isn't healthy. This isn't what I want. I, I had a, a friend who was going through <clears throat> who was going through this like difficult time in a relationship as well. And up until recently, she's been doing much better, which I'm very happy for her. Um, but she told me something that you know, we were having a conversation about as far as like the roles that people play in your life and how important those roles are. Mm -hmm. And I was telling her about like how I would, I used to be in this place where I found my identity and how people portrayed me and how people saw me. And it mattered a lot to me that these people knew that I mattered in their life. Like it, it meant a lot to me. And I think that has a lot to do with like childhood stuff, but whatever. Um, basically like she was telling me like, you should never give somebody that much power to the point where what they say can make or break you. Yeah. And I was like, man, you're right. Like, you're right. And I was wondering, because she was going through a really tough time in this relationship. And in my head, I was like, how are you still going through this? Like, what are you, how are you putting up with this? And it wasn't until we finally got to the end and all this was settled that I had that completely unrelated conversation with her. And she told me that. She was like, you should never give anybody that much power to the point where they what they say can make or break you. Because that one day, if you're having a good day, if it has, if what they say has the ability to completely flip your day upside down, that's a problem. Yeah. One person's words should not be enough to take away the happiness and, and just the, the good that comes with living life and what we do. Like, that should not be up to them that should not be up to somebody else to, to give that meaning or to take it away so for me i'm just trying to like look at this from the perspective of yes we come into this as two whole people but what does being whole mean as well because again that can be subjective being a whole person like because then if you mean physically then okay we're whole people but then if but what do you mean by as far as whole do you mean like emotionally whole do you mean because some people go into this and they already have like issues that they're dealing with like mm -hmm. they're not whole technically like i'm saying like how do you how do you uh how do you get categorize or give the detail to which whole means like how how does somebody go into something as a whole 
I to me it's just like the perspective of knowing that you don't need somebody to complete who you are. Mm. That's like really what I mean by that. It like just, you're not relying on this relationship to kind of give you meaning or something. Yeah, like you are not defined by this by a relationship. You mm. are a complete person. There's nothing missing. That's what I'm saying. There's nothing missing from you that you yeah. need to find in someone else. Like they weren't a puzzle piece in the story that completed you or something. Yeah. Okay. I feel like there's so many like cute little love things where it's like, oh, our pieces fit together. It's like, absolutely. But like you're a full piece to begin with. You're not like missing a chunk that needs to be filled in by somebody else. It's just like you're a whole piece and your edges match up with someone else's edges. Dang. Borco. <laughs> that's Marissa's dog dog featured on the podcast what's up <laughs> he also does not agree with marriage as well <laughs> what <laughs> you can tell you hear that that's a that's a passion cry he's like i am a full person i'm he's, a full dog he's like don't do it guys don't do it oh my gosh don't jump into it no i'm i did are... i used to be human now i'm a dog <laughs> oh my gosh no we are absolutely oh here comes the other dog now it's just a dog party man this is amazing <laughs> featured here first well we do live in california right in front of the we're right in front of the beach too yeah i live right by by a dog beach and so things get a little crazy up in here it's amazing i love it but (laughs) but no i mean i don't know just kind of circle back like boomerang we are what i mean by whole is just like you're not missing anything that you need to find in someone else yeah and i think that if you go into it with that with that perspective to begin with then it's going to be a lot smoother for you to be able to, and I know you hate this, draw that line. You know where to go. You know where your boundaries are. Yeah. You know where to be like, okay, that's not okay. That's, I can tolerate that. That's okay. I can put up with this. That's all right. And maybe the way that I'm, because same friend that I was talking to, when I was asking her about this stuff, she was like, well, I never looked at it like I was tolerating anything. Yeah, like, absolutely. It's not, That's what I'm saying. With there the was line. no negative connotation to it. Yeah. I chose to be here. I choose to go through this every single day because I believe in something greater. Like, because of that. Yeah. There was no, like, I wasn't tolerating it. I wasn't putting up with it. If I started phrasing it that way, then you know I'm unhappy. But I'm, it's just stuff that we're working through. And I'm like, yes. man, okay, so context is everything. That's what I'm saying about the line. Because I think like when you say, oh, I'm going to draw a line, I'm going to put up with something to that line. Then yeah. it implies like, oh, I'm going to be like, this is my like breaking point. But I think like, I love what you just said about what she said, where it's like, it's more of like, I'm here and I want to be here no matter what crap comes our way, no matter how difficult this is. But like, I'm still going to value myself. Yeah. And that can be your quote line hold true to yourself yeah yeah is that you're still gonna it's a boundary yeah yeah i guess boundary is a better word it's more of like it's just more of like seeing your worth no matter what so that you're never dragged down into something that's unhealthy unconsciously because you're always remembering okay i need to value myself i'm gonna love this person but value myself i'm gonna argue with this person you know and value my perspective i'm gonna Mm -hmm. listen to them and i maybe i'm gonna compromise but i'm never gonna like totally compromise on myself or what i want I'm going to fight to find a way for us to like be equal. Yeah. To meet side by side. I see that. I definitely do. But I also do believe that it is possible for you to kind of like, how do I say it? Um, you almost kind of take on the persona of the person that you're with. Like, not mm-hmm. like, not like completely become them, but you spend so much time with this person. You're around them a lot. So it's obvious that you're going to pick up some, maybe some habits that they have, or you're going to be like, 
you know, you're going to be more <clears throat> open to suggestion when it comes to the things that they like, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm just kind of thinking, like, would that also be reflected in, in, in emotions? Like, is it possible that a, person A is somebody who's really bubbly and happy and person B is the exact opposite? And after a certain amount of time, whoever's personality is stronger is the one that that will be kind of taking over the relationship. I don't know, but I don't know if that, like, is necessarily a bad thing. I think, like, we shift Even if person B is the one that takes over? Well, I mean, we shift and grow and we become different people. And, like, I mean, the way you describe person B sounds a little bit more negative. Like, one person's happy and bubbly and one person's, like, somber and sorrow. It's kind of like what you're saying. But I don't... I don't know if... I don't know if, like, you can really describe a person's, like... Is that person somber and sorrow like all the time or is it just kind of like they're going through something and, you know, the other person that they're with kind of like, you know, mellows out because they're going through that, you know, painful time too. It kind of reminds me of like when you date somebody or, you know, fall in love with somebody, it's like your struggle is their struggle. You know, your pain is my pain kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I think that that's a natural part of like the relationship progress is that, in, you know, you're going to embody the other person's pain. You're going to like feel with them you know, if their, their parent dies, like you're going to grieve too, you know, that kind of thing. So it's not necessarily bad. I think it just goes down, you know, it goes back to the, like, am I still myself? Am I still like valuing myself? Like this person can be, you know, depressed or be going through a depressing moment, but I'm, I don't necessarily as a significant other have to be depressed too, but like, I'm going to relate to that and I'm going to be with them through that. Final question. And I think that this is the one that we've been kind of coming down to towards the last minute. Um, what if there are two toxic people in this relationship and neither of them refuses to acknowledge that they're toxic? Neither of them, like, will acknowledge, you mean? Like, they're both toxic people and it's just not getting better because they're both like, I'm perfect, and the other one's like, I'm perfect, or it's like, oh, they're pointing perfect. fingers type thing? I'm not saying perfect, I'm saying right. Okay, yeah. Because I'm saying, like, let's say, I'm using this as an example in the sense of, like, maybe let's say that they're both wrong. Let's say that it's not even about being right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just like the it's fact, like, the sheer fact that neither of them refuse to have a diplomatic way of, of, of going about it. Where it's okay. just, there's constant cold shouldering. There's constant like passive aggressiveness. Like They're not willing just, to meet each other halfway to like fix not. it. And I'm just saying like, yeah, they're not meet, willing to meet each other halfway because there's always a, there's always something. There's yeah. always something. There's always something that's keeping them from acknowledging this where they're two very different people or something like that. Obviously, the clear answer would be like, yeah, leave. But let's get back to reality for a second. I think it has to How? start with one person saying, okay, I'm going to put my sword down, I'm going to put my armor down, and I'm going to like not surrender to that person, but be like, hey, I might be right, I might be wrong, I don't care, Like, this is how I'm feeling, I want to move forward, I want to fix it, I want to know your perspective, I want to like apologize for the things that i've done i want to see like why you're upset Mm. that type of thing so in a way it's a surrender but it's not a surrender in the sense of like porco (laughs) he's like don't do it guys don't get married (laughs) it's not are these ones talking to each other (laughs) boof boof is it still recording all right right, so it's not a surrender in the sense of like i'm gonna lay down everything i have to this person and just like you know <laughs> like lose myself but it's more of like okay I want to fix this so I'm putting my armor down to meet you yeah and hopefully 
you'll meet me there too. And then I guess like, you know, you know, I, I can't tell you what'll happen next, but hopefully that other person will be like, okay, I'm going to surrender this part of me too. And I'm going to meet you halfway and like, let's move forward. And I guess if they don't, and you've really kind of like laid everything out on the line, then that's kind of the moment that that's the defining moment. If this person isn't willing to meet you halfway and they're not willing to try, if one person is going to try and the other one isn't, like it's not going to work. Again, you can't force somebody to try. You can't force somebody to change. can't force them to love you. So that's kind of your defining moment of like, okay, what do we do now? I think it might be important to also add that there are people around you that care. Yeah. There are people around you. And I'm not saying like there's a huge amount of people. If even just one person that 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 this person's willing to trust it's a healthy thing to talk about like there's no shame in understanding that there's things that you're going through there's no shame in it you have to talk about it because what might sound good in your head might just sound good in your head like it once you talk about it you'll be like man maybe i was wrong or maybe i'm maybe we're just arguing over nothing if you say it out loud, trust me, there have been many times when I've had thoughts in my head that when I say them out loud, I'm like, man, I'm really glad I didn't do that because in my head, that sounded like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But when you actually vocalize it, it's a different thing. And I think that's an important part with these like... Community, to understand that you have community around you. Yeah, with the toxic and difficult relationships, <clears throat> just knowing that you know sometimes it, it has to be more than just the two people. And whether that's counseling or reaching out to friends or you know whatever it is, just knowing that sometimes to identify that like toxic part is is to reach out to people around you and do you know people that you trust yeah but, just reach out to your local <laughs> but you know like finding people that are going to be unbiased and that are really going to tell you how it is and really be able to get vulnerable with you to be like hey this is what you're doing wrong or hey this is what i think could help or just hey i'm here for you even if you don't have any answers for them you don't have to have any answers you could just literally be like hey we're here Sometimes mm-hmm. you just need an ear. Yeah. And that's why we're here, Dr. Seuss, 2018. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in with us. Yep. And thanks for putting up with the dogs. And my but, coughing. Yeah. <laughs> but I hope that, you know, this gave you some things to think about. And as always, you know, connect with us on our social media, mm-hmm. reach out to us, comment. You know, we love to hear from you guys and tackle topics that might be relevant to you. Yep. So that being said, have a great day. Later, guys. <laughs>